We started? Yeah, it started and I got the Zoom to work that for some reason the last time I tried to make it work did not work. I'm Jackie Cation. Hi, I'm Laurie Kilmartin. We're we're waiting for Kyle and we the more we talked about comedy that we got so depressed, I thought we would both kill ourselves before Kyle got here. <laughs> he's going to come in in about 15 minutes and right. he's going to be real excited. Uh, maybe I'll write down time codes so he can pick things. Sure. Sure. In other news, you want to change the name of the show to Jackie Cation Blows Up Her Career. Oh, um, no, what happened? Well, just all day long, I've been getting just questions about Lewis and right. Acme. And um, remember that a year ago, the last time I played Acme, mm-hmm. they asked, um, we were out to dinner, and the Jezebel thing had just come out, asking different club owners if they would book Louis C.K. Oh, right. And he said... Yeah, I would book Louis C.K. And I said, <laughs> yeah, I said, would I, and I told everybody on this podcast, if I remember correctly, maybe I wrote it down. We'll never know because <laughs> uh, I'm not listening to it again. <laughs> and then I said to Louis Lee at dinner, well, then you're a jackass. And then he <laughs> laughed in my face oh, God, because here's the scoop right. is um, you can't tell Louis Lee what not to do. Mm hmm. I don't know if you know this about comics. This might be a human condition, is that when you tell people, some people, that you can't do something, that's the only thing they fucking want to do. Right, 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 right. And um, and the other thing is, is Lewis is a longtime friend of idiot comic Louis, Louis C.K. Right. And... Um, they have the same first name, Jackie. I they think really, they really do. They have a bond that that only uh, Lewis's share. <laughs> that only Lewis's share, and um, and I and we. I, I already have. I've already because of this podcast. I'm blaming this podcast. Go uh, ahead. I hate it too. Uh, <laughs> shit all over it. Is uh, the last time we had drama where everybody tagged us online? Yeah, you have to care about this. You have to care about this. Right. I stood up right for comics everywhere right and lost three weeks of work yeah forever mm-hmm. right and um i and don't know if i know emailed this. that guy i haven't heard back and nothing from that guy as well yeah. from here so so um i don't know if people know this about stand-up comedy uh the power does not often lie uh, within the headliners you know here's the thing it's really fucking hard to get work and yeah. if you're like I'm protected because I got a writing job. Yeah. Okay. But if you're a working comic and you are just making your money off club work, you're working 35, 40 weeks a year. That's me. 35 to 40 different jobs a year you have to get. Right. Okay. And they each last less than a week and then they're over and then you cross your fingers and hope you can come back next year. Right. It's really fucking hard to get work. Right. There's a lot of comics Mm -hmm. and there's a million reasons not to book people. It's really hard for female headliners to get work. Right. Okay, look at people. Look at the fucking club lineups. Right, it's really fucking hard to get work. So asking a comic to voluntarily not work is ridiculous. Right. If there's a couple of uh, like, if I had thirty other A clubs, right, and and I thought it would do 
anything. And if I thought that Lewis was doing it because he supports sexual harassment, if there was any number of reasons where it wasn't just he had been button pushed and he is a guy not to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, and he, he, there's, there's a, I have this to say too, is if you're fucking tweeting at me and you work the comedy seller who created this bullshit, you were the one who gave the blank check to Louis C.K. to do stand up again anyway. And you're still working that club. I don't, Jackie, have, I don't know a lot not, of things. Jackie. We're not going to name names. What are you doing? You just told me you didn't get three weeks of work from a different club. Right. Stand down, for God's sake. I'm standing down. I, I don't have... No, I'm not, I'm not complaining about the seller. Yeah. Um, I'm complaining about the hypocrisy of someone saying, uh, how could you work at a place like that when there any number of people... And here's the thing. It is hard to get into that club. Mm-hmm. And and if and if uh, your favorite club owner, if your home club owner has feet of clay... Yeah. So sad, too bad. And uh, <laughs> because everybody's day job, mm-hmm. why don't you look around your day job and see who's the pedophile yeah. that you're tolerating? Right. You know? Because that isn't my home club owner. That he is not that guy. And so I I am friends with Lewis Lee, and I told him to his face that I thought it was a jackass move. And I also uh, know why he did it. Because he cannot be, don't, you can't, he's he's not that guy. He's you, ornery. Yeah, you can't tell him, well, you can't book that guy. And uh, he's like, it's none of your damn business. You know, what you guys can do is not go to the shows. Please don't. What you could do is go. They sold out in about 12 seconds. Yeah. So honestly, asking people not to make money is fuck you. Asking. You know what? You can not buy something. You can not buy a ticket. Right. But asking other people to not 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 pay their rent that month Mm -hmm. to make a stand is ridiculous. I I read this really great article. I wish I. Yeah. Your side of the street. Clean your side of the street. Yeah. Um. About the the lean in about Sheryl Sandberg's book and and um, how wrong it was to actually put out the idea that that one woman at a time can undo this this systemic sexism that is head to toe in the workplace. Right. And that if you just lean in, you can make a difference. And then there's study after, you know, women. Okay. So they ask for more money. They don't get it. They get fired. They, you know, like you get punished every single way. So telling you, Jackie Cation, you could make a difference if you stopped working a club. Right. That's going to, that's going to make a difference. It's really going to make a difference. It's not. You know what it's going to make? It's going to make a difference in my fucking career. Right. Uh, You know, and... Yeah, I mean, the, and the thing is, is there's plenty of reasons, and it's, and some of the comics, like I've been all day long, I've been, I've been fielding, you know, right. I, I, there's a comic was like, should I cancel my week? I'm worrying about it, dude. You have a kid? No, yeah. no, you fucking cancel your week. And if you don't have a kid, don't cancel your week. You got to work. It's can, hard to get work. It's hard to get work. And uh, and if you don't like the, and if you're a comic who doesn't like the club because they don't book you, um, yeah. We all have that. There are so many clubs that don't book me. God, I know. Specifically because they don't enjoy my stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Out loud to said it to my agent, 
have said it to my face, have said it via email. Right. Where, by the way, I continue to send avails. <laughs> I send avails. You never know. They might break. That's it. It's, <laughs> it's water torture that I will not. I will waterboard a booker for a decade. For a freaking decade with, uh, hey, I remember I do stand-up comedy. You have a comedy club. Let's get together. Right. Austin, Texas. Or wherever, right? And... Um, <laughs> But right. I just, there, there are comics though, and we've talked about them a hundred times who do that thing where they, they just do 400 room for uh, either like 100 seat rooms mm-hmm. or, and then they build up their, you know, th- those different towns and it worked for some comics. Like who? Uh, Kinane. Ra- oh yeah. Remember Kinane did that? Did he J- do that? Yeah. Ad- Adomian did it. Wow. James Adomian, Cal Kinane. Yeah. Tignataro. She would do. She did that road trip with a couple other comics, and they slept in people's houses, and did their living rooms. Remember? Wait, that was that with John Dorr, where they did a docu- like a show, a documentary? They about might it have or turned into that, but initially yeah. it was just uh, with. I think it was with. Was it with? Uh, I'm spacing his name. Was it Fairbanks? Chris Fairbanks? Maybe. Um, whatever it was, it was. It sounded like a nightmare. Yeah. Um, because I came up in the club system. Right. And the club yeah, system yeah. for me means working with a guy who's going to touch your low back sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. It's, and, and that's, and uh, there's so many different levels of this kind of thing. And I can't, I can't, af- I can't afford it. I can't afford to turn right. down work. No, it's true. It's feel free to judge me mm-hmm. and know that I am not as brave as you would like me to be. <laughs> Are you are you going to see female comics every time they're in town? That's what I want to know. Are you, you know, not just Jackie and me, everybody. Yeah. Like, they look at ticket sales. That's what they care about. That's what they care about. Louis sells a lot of fucking tickets really fast, apparently. Apparently. Apparently he does. Because it worked like a charm. Did you read that, um, the copyright notice? Oh, the h, oh, what they what? said. A, well, what copyright? It notice? was like, or was it the disclaimer? You're not allowed to. Okay, you're not allowed to read. I mean, I loved it. Yeah, you know, uh, but it's insane. But you're not allowed to record, or of course, and talk about and mention. Talk about and mention. Said, like you're not allowed to quote a joke you heard that Louis said at Acme. Like afterwards, like you can't, like an NDA. Basically, yes. Yes. A non-disclosure agreement to go see a comic? Yes! It's fascinating. Because, I mean, you got to, again, take him out of the equation. Right. Someone's working on a chunk. And somebody, uh, did they record? Maybe the he'll do one? the bit. This is what I. This but is, no, let me. But but did they record it or did they transcribed it? Somebody, I forget the Parkland thing. I think it was maybe transcribed, right? Because I don't remember hearing it. No, no, they they they. I believe it was also video. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I thought it was, but I don't know. I, okay. I certainly didn't anyway, listen to it. Whatever. No matter. Take the uh, the comic out of the equation. You're working on a chunk. It's not done till you say it's done. Right. So people can't be pulling it out of context and putting it online, right? No right. matter who it is and no matter what the bid is, okay? Right. We don't know where that was going and who, you know, whatever. Who cares? It's, it's more. It's, first time. it's like the First Amendment also counts for the KKK, right? They can say whatever they want to. It's, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's the rule. But it's a, it's a, 
I don't know if it's enforceable, his announcement. <laughs> it can't possibly be enforceable. Yeah. And um, and there's no way that the Star Tribune didn't buy tickets. You know, what the you city mean? pages. I mean, the local newspapers in yeah. Minneapolis. There's going to be reporters. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't There's make- no way. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and 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 I I can't tell you how many times I read the consent joke on Twitter about that one because he he without his consent you're not allowed to do you know it's everyone's, oh okay, okay it's all about consent uh, oh now oh. he wants consent now like, he wants like consent. if you if you Google <laughs> Louis if you search Twitter for Louis C K um, consent uh, versions up? of that joke come oh, up three thousand times yeah yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. It's well. Uh, speaking of burning material, I have, and that's that's all I'm talking. I'm. Not, I mean, unless you want to talk about it more about Louis, yeah. You know, I no, I don't know. I I just I want to tell jokes, and I want to get laughs, and I want to keep working. Yes, and um, that's the whole plan. Yeah, and here's here's the other thing. I and I want to be as supportive as I can. Right to other comics. Both men and women, but a lot, but women who don't, who are, who don't get as much stage time. Right. And this is the only way to do that is from the inside. You know, it's, I mean, there's no union. There's no, right. There's no way to burn it down and reinvent it. No. And there, and there's no one. And I don't want to. No matter how many times you point out a club doesn't book women, they don't seem to give a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. No <laughs> Nobody one, cares. It, it's a, it'll be a minor blip for a while and then it just goes away and everyone just keeps going. So we have no recourse and we can't go to the EEOC and go, this club uh, gives 1% of its spots to women. Right. Like we, we have no recourse there's, whatsoever. Right, there's nobody narking on. And then if you think about if it's six women out of 52 weeks and then there's 10, uh, 10 other weeks that are all of the colors of the rainbow people. Mm-hmm. And then 16 from 52 is whatever the math is on that. 35, yeah. 36, yeah. 36 straight white guys. And cause 10 of them are, Asians, Asian, black. I mean, I worked with two Asian comics on this tour of, of Eastern Europe. Mm-hmm. All they were talking about is, you know, we were all bitching about how hard it was to find work. And if you are an Asian comic without a hook or not famous, 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 mm-hmm. you're not going to get that work. Mm-hmm. And so the poor bastards that are comics don't blame us. For the love of God, please don't. <laughs> but do it's what true. you want with your own money, please. Yeah, but yeah, you cannot buy. Take not buy things. Yeah, don't buy things. Don't and don't and don't feel bad about not buying things. Take that not buying things and buy other things with it. You can <laughs> you can go to other shows. You can go if you're if you love female comics. You can go. You can find other shows where women are headlining. Right. Hmm. Plenty of them. We're gonna have a comic of the week later in the in the show. No, oh, I'm so tired. And you know what it'll be? It'll what? be a woman. It'll be a woman <laughs> comic <laughs> that you can figure out how to give her some money. And um, but okay, Mature, I what were you talking did about? okay. So I did the Portland uh, Live Wire thing, Ray Burbank, Ray, and that was a set. Yeah, he hilariously introduced me. He said oh, her no. current album uh, addresses such topics as genocide. Her mother's death, her stepmother's death, and the serious illness of her father. 
<laughs> it's actually funnier than all of that. Please welcome Jackie Kitchen. <laughs> and I got up and I was that like, "That is awesome." I'm doing the genocide bit, you guys, and uh, <laughs> and that's uh, great. Yeah, and I did the genocide bit. Who um, else was on with you? A guy with a Netflix show called mm-hmm. Special. His name's Ryan. Oh, yeah, right, right. I haven't Ryan seen O'Donnell. it. It was it. It's not a stand-up show, though, right? No, it's he is. He he's always been a palsy? writer. He has cerebral yeah. palsy. He's super gay. Yeah, and he <laughs> came out as having cerebral palsy. He told people for decades that he got hit by a car. Hmm. So he he was like, I don't want to have the car, and he said, I had, I did get hit by a car. <laughs> and uh, but I, he said I had to come out and tell people because he didn't. The disease is stigmatizing. He re, yeah, he didn't want to. He was like, I got hit by a car, and he talked only almost exclusively in emojis. What do you mean? He literally kept saying, "I lol'd." Oh, I. He how old is he? Is he to like twenty six? No, twenty eight. No, no, I don't know how old he is. Uh, but uh, he's. He's, it was hilarious because mm-hmm. he spoke almost entirely in pop cultural references, emojis, and acronyms. Hmm. And at one point, Luke Burbank had to go, just for the rest of us, if you could explain <laughs> what that means. <laughs> you know, TFW, when... <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it was pretty fun. And then there was a band. Um, oh, I'm going to blow... I'm going to drop the name of the band, but it was mm-hmm. like, get on it. Okay. Get with it. Sure. Uh, they were good. And mm-hmm. uh, and a woman who was an editor for the New Yorker who just wrote a book and she was uh, the comma queen. And, oh, um, Oxford comma. Ox- yeah, along those lines. Yeah, and she was super interesting. Yeah. Um, they should have flip flopped him though because he had all this energy in the sh- and the uh, and and he could have. She was sort of she was a she's a nerd, right? And uh, and not a comic. So while she was super interesting and funny, she wasn't, she didn't have that high energy at the end of the show that, that the guy from Netflix right. would have had, but I think he had an early flight. Okay. So, um, but the show as, as a whole was a delight. That's great. And I was in Portland, Oregon for less than 24 hours Aww. and it was, but I'm going back in two weeks with Maria to do helium. Fun. And it should be great. Four days. And, uh, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. That'll be great. Um, I'm at I'm Flappers hoping, this what, weekend. Are you at Flap headlining? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mother's Day shows. Yeah. Oh, that's right. The Mother's Day shows. Oh, 10th and 11th. And then I'm doing a show on Mother's Day in Grass Valley. That <laughs> where a booker from back in the day put together for me. Yeah, it's, yeah. So I have to fly on Mother's Day morning. I got to fly out to Sacramento, then rent a car, drive like an hour to Grass Valley, oh, do a 3 p.m. show, and then drive back and fly back here. That is a grind, my you know friend. What, though? I might sell some books. I'll bring <laughs> might some shitty some moms. You know what? I didn't know the Luke Burbank show. The band and and the Kama lady both had their their books and CDs. Mm-hmm. And the band was like, "You didn't bring your your merch." And I was like, "Nobody told me to bring my merch. I would have brought some merch." Oh yeah. Um, I don't know that I would have sold merch, but I might have. Yeah. And uh, um, it's all right. I am um, incredibly sore right now. In yeah, places wh- I didn't know I had. <laughs> That's right. You went with the thing and the so, boy and the the thing is my boy, and uh, <laughs> you went with uh, the we, thing. So we did a survivalist camping weekend. Oh my god! Tell me more, Lori Kilmartin. Tell it, me more. I'm angry. <laughs> you lived right. Huh? <laughs> Who didn't want that? Who didn't? I want- um, I 
realized I would be happy to die in an in an emergency situation. There's so well. First of all, we got there, and my kid um, kind of is like, "All right, I guess so." You know, I didn't know what it was. I'm like, "Yeah, let's try it. I'm sh- this seems fun. We'll be camping in the woods." How well, long? Uh, we got there Saturday morning, and we ca- we got back like two hours ago. So it was like it was oh, like, it was an overnight. Yeah, it was an overnight. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, two hours ago, Sunday, Sunday evening. What? Okay, so we get there, Big Bear, okay. at 9 a.m., so I mean 6 a.m. wake up on a Saturday. Sure. Um, uh, and my my kid somehow, uh, he's like, weekends are for sleeping in. Like, he feels like his D-plus effort uh, is, <laughs> is, 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 is actual somehow. labor, and right. uh, he deserves to sleep in. On, so already he's starting off on a bad note. So we get there, first thing we have to do is make a, a shack, like a lean-to out of debris, a debris shelter. Oh, that's what it's called? A yeah. debris shelter? So you make, you take, you find wood and you make an A-frame and you, you wrap it together, you know, with a cord. How many people are are with you? Just, it's, there's like 28 people total. Okay. People, mostly people in pairs. Okay. And by the way, all people who wanted to be there. The only exception was my uh, son. Your son. Right. Right. Who I had to talk into every activity and it got really depressed. It's like pushing a boulder uphill. And I could see other people just being like, hey, let's try this and having that inquisitive attitude. Right. And then I turned to my son who's like, uh, and doesn't want to do it and would rather be home, want, wants to play Terraria, you know. So, so we huh. make we He's make, like, but he wants to spend time with you. Right? He likes I, you. You know what? I think he's over me. Okay. Well, fair enough. Good. You can do more sets. You don't have to cuddle with him or anything. You can just live your life now if he's done. So we make this shelter and it's it worked. Okay. You know? It's, did it rain? How do no, you know no, no. it I mean, <laughs> I mean, technically it worked. Because like, there was a there was You a, couldn't was see through anything. Like you, you lay down a bunch of leaves and pine needles and stuff like that. That's your bedding. Then you put this A-frame over it. Then you put like twigs and stuff over that. And you're just laying layers and layers of, upon layers yeah. of, of forest stuff on it. And it it makes a little teeny tiny house. Yes. And um, so he was going to sleep in it. There's only room for one of us. <laughs> and it took a lot. Like I, there wasn't time to make me one. Because, because there's never time for no for me to have anything. No, no. It's Why all got to go to everybody else. It all does. Okay. Oh, my God. So then the the guy running, it's like, for some reason, he decides to tell us there's three mountain lions covering this territory <laughs> and a black bear and right. there's red ants. And my kid's like, no, I'm not sleeping in this shelter. So we ended up sleeping in my very comfortable 2006 Honda Accord. Oh, really? Horrific. So, hello, Kyle, and welcome. Flip flop, flip flop, flip flop. (laughs) We're finding out about Survivalist Cam. Uh, they made the, uh, the uh, so were you just going to sleep in your car and he was going to sleep in the, in the, well, lean-to? here's the thing. I brought a tent, but then the, the guy who was running it was like, basically his attitude is if you don't sleep in the shelter, you're a pussy. Yeah. So. I couldn't put the tent together because the directions were, it was like. <laughs> Wait, you could build a lean-to, but you couldn't put the yes, tent together? <laughs> the tent has like 25 moving parts. Okay. And there was, there was two directions. <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? And it was, and I was already tired and I was hungry because I'd only eaten beef jerky all day. And I was like, fuck <laughs> this, we'll sleep in the car. So I, 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 I threw the tent all back in the back of the car. 
So we ended up sleeping there. But then we had we then we had to make fire. Okay. Okay. So again, you wake up. No, it's this the morning. same day. Same day okay. as making a house. I had to make fire. <laughs> right? There's a lot going on in one day. Yeah, that's a lot. How long did it take you to make the lean to? Hours. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and it, and we were kind of on a hill, so I'm already I'm sore. Right. I'm like, oh my! Like I thought I was in shape. I fucking work out a lot. Yeah, you do. Okay, I'm not. It doesn't no, matter. Nothing a, matters. They're different muscles. Okay, so fire before like he goes. Okay, he he shows off this this stormproof match. So you he lights the fire and puts it in water, and it's still burning. Oh, weird. Yeah, and he goes, well, Optimum, you, you would have these. But let's say you don't. And, of course, that at that point, my son's <laughs> like, well, let's just have these. Right. We had to go get four different types of wood. Okay. And then carve them in, into these little shapes and make a bow drill where you it, sure. you just, you, you. Uh, my side of the mountain. Yes, it. totally. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't make fire, but okay. about half the group couldn't. Okay. But but now that we know about the stormproof matches, who's got the motivation, right? <laughs> and then so then we slept, and then uh, in the car, and then this morning, um, we had to. One of the things we had to do was rescue people. Oh, so you, you had to give back to society. Right. <laughs> that's weird okay so i thought you were just supposed to survive that but it's like so you know it's like okay you got a buddy with broken legs or a spinal in- injury and already i'm like i'm never gonna camp like this like, <laughs> I, 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 but okay it's interesting my kids out in the wild you know it's good to, for a boy to be out in the wild right it's good it's good yes. to get some wild time yeah get some wild time get some wild time so we you have to t- you have it's to, better than to, screen time but we, yeah we had to like t- take two like large pieces of wood you know like branches right right and um there someone you turn your jacket inside out and you and you stick branches in the armhole so you're actually oh, making you're making a structure yes sure. it's kind of ingenious it's really ingenious and then a person sits on it mm-hmm. and then like eight people carry them and and we had to carry him up this thing and down a ravine it was like right. fucking work yeah it yeah. was hard it is hard but just think how hard it would be if someone had a broken leg that would be sad for them. And then you'd be like, well, I guess we're, we're going to bring this guy with us or we're going to let him die. I would let, I would let anyone die. <laughs> right. There's no one I would save in that manner. <laughs> well, and you just did it for free and for fun. No, I paid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you paid so that you And then we, we learned how to, you know, drink water and, and, you know, isolate, you know, uh, use chemical and filter and stuff like that with water and, oh, yeah? and stuff. Did and, you have those pellets or those things you put in to make it yeah better? yeah there's a little bit of everything like that well, was there any to way to did they teach you how to what water was good without the pellets almost none okay <laughs> that's what because they're... he he's like people are gross yeah yeah and the closer you get to people the more you're going to have fecal matter and then you know, all you need is like some animal to die at the top of a water source and then all of a sudden they're and everything's coming down right into the it, down the water so you almost can't trust it unless you're at the top of a mountain where there's a spring and so did you boil and the, the water? rain comes right into your cup Right, right. If you did, if you collected basically rainwater. said you got to boil water. Oh, and the other thing is, I didn't bring <laughs> anything because I thought we'd have a lot of extra stuff. Like, like people brought the people are bringing axes and saws, and they and they're. 
they've got not like a belt full of knives. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I bought a leather man on Amazon and it's it? fucking hard to open. And the <laughs> knives are little tiny and they don't work that well. And, um, and the people had Bunsen, like these were experienced campers and they had Bunsen oh, burn, they had okay. whatever they cook with. Some dude at a coffee maker. And I was like, I got nothing. I just, I thought we just brought, I just brought beef jerky. And then I went to a store and bought white bread. At, like I snuck out. Right. Oh, that's a Leatherman? Uh, it's, uh, Kyle's got one, you guys. I, mine is worse. It's uh, This thing is one of those butterfly, it's got a pliers yes, and then there's knives. It, there's and too much happening there. Nail I think you've and... never used... Oh, well, yeah. I he's, don't. Uh, well, he's constantly <laughs> being told, hey, come over here and be tall and big. <laughs> so... Uh, He's constantly stabbing people. What if he? Well, he what if that's what he, he does? He could plot. He could. He's plot. the Leatherman killer. The Leatherman killer. Next on my favorite murder. Wow. Well, that, well, and then you lived. When did you yes. get to leave? We left around three thirty p.m. Yes. So you woke up and you. What'd you do today? Three thirty on Sunday. Right. So today. So we just drove home and got home around six. But what did you do? Would you because you had already water? Today we did water and we did the rescue. Oh, okay. And then we did um, uh, first aid. You know, tourniquet, and then um, if did you suck out the venom of a snake? Did he tell you that that's dumb? Uh, you're not supposed to. No, I didn't suck out the. Sorry, (laughs) I know this isn't exciting in your your dragon world but i learned how to do tourniquet stuff okay they teach you what mushrooms you could eat <laughs> um no but we did um some other stuff berries so, um no uh willow oh willow he said bark? if you chew willow bark mm-hmm. it's has the same um effect as aspirin it has yeah. the same sort of thing inside of it yeah, yeah. Celiac? I don't know. It's, it, had a, it had a lot of S sounds in it. Okay. But, um. Because you could make it into a T and it's, it was, it's aspirin. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have read a yeah. lot of historical fiction. <laughs> oh. And so all of these things, and I read all of Louis Lemoore's books. So I oh know about God. many, many useless things that, but we, here's, because I used to do a bit about how, um, time travel, I think it's on an album because I, I never, it never worked correctly, but it worked. So okay. put it on an album. So put it on an album sure. and then stop working on it is what, how it all worked out. <laughs> but the, um, the premise was that we're going to kill ourselves when we invent time travel because everyone wants to go back and do something ridiculous. Right. Like what were real pirates like? Right. Well, they murdered people. You're dead. And they had they had terrible teeth. People had terrible teeth. (laughs) You wouldn't want to look at anyone from a hundred years ago or earlier. Right. But what I would like to do Mm -hmm. if there was time travel is I would like to go back to Wisconsin in the sixteen hundreds and see old growth forests. But I don't know how to camp, so what I would do is I would go back in time and die of exposure. You would? Yes, almost immediately. That's the number one killer. Is that what he said? Is exposure (laughs) to the wilderness. Yeah. So, okay, so I go to Portland, Oregon. I do like five new minutes, the five minutes that are essentially like the opening minutes of what will eventually be my new album. Okay. And then I do the genocide on on the live wire thing. And then... um, and then I panel, and I blow another 10 minutes worth of premises. Oh! 
Ooh. Right. So yesterday I did Pardo's um, Smile Train benefit, mm-hmm. uh, which is so great. Yeah. You know, I one of my brothers and one of my nephews both had, were born with cleft pellets. Really? Yeah, yeah. And so... Um, what causes it? It's a genetic mutation, to my knowledge. Oh. <laughs> it's the but the palate is cr- uh, broken, yeah, and so it will affect the lip, but it'll also affect the teeth. Oh my god! So there's there's my my nephew, Salmon, who designed the Ranger, the yeah. initial Ranger uh, logo. He had probably four or five surgeries all of his life. Fuck. Yeah. So the initial surgery that Smile Chain, Train does uh-huh. is super basic yeah but it allows them to live a semi-normal life and not be ostracized by right villages the optimum they would need for like three or four more surgeries right because you got you got to fix the teeth and the braces and the i mean it was very expensive right and so um and there's varying levels of how bad right right right. bad the palate is split anyway but it was such a good bit of it was they made like a hundred grand I thought it was like a million. 200 grand? Maybe. Something like that. It was so much money. I, I thought I read like an article of just how it's grown so much. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, doing, he's doing great work. Yeah. And uh, so I burned another five minutes of material doing panel with him. And uh, so You're, what are you going to do? Right. But, the th- but here's the good news is I'm going to write more punchlines. And then uh, eventually this will be on an album with yeah. those premises, mm-hmm. but more punchlines. Right. That'll be fun for everyone. Sure. Uh, look forward to it. Um, Anybody who's still listening. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, how much time have we done? We've done 32. Oh, 32. Well, okay. let's uh, take a break. Yes. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne, and justice is within your reach. My mom refuses to take my phone calls. My boyfriend says I should take our cats with me to graduate school, but I think he should keep them. In the court of Judge John Hodgman, justice rules. My partner's board game collection is out of control. My sister won't stop stealing my clothes. I'm Judge John Hodgman. I'm tough, but fair. fair. I'll bring you justice, and I'm only a click away. Tipping. Automotive etiquette. Siblings. Roommates. If you've got a case, go to MaximumFun.org slash JJHO. Judge John Hodgman is tough, but fair. fair. Subscribe to the podcast today. And we're back. We're back. And let's do the comic of the week. Yes. Do Meredith, we Meredith? Meredith Casey. Meredith Casey. Do you remember Meredith yeah. Casey? Mm-hmm. Can you find her Twitter handle? It's like it's like Mordor. It's like it's Meredith is what it is in front of Yeah. Okay. And she Not to my knowledge. And if we have, she can join a small number of comics who we who've forgot done we've twice. already done. <laughs> <laughs> Live it up, Meredith. May soon. I, who else? Right. It was. Um, well, here's. I worked with her tonight, so with I May did. Soon? No, no, oh, with, with Meredith. Meredith. Yeah, yeah, and her stuff was really funny. She's uh, at Meredith Casey Oh, really? H I G H. Oh, like she's saying hi. So, so Meredith work- Casey H I. M E R E D I T H C A S E Y H I. There you go, That's folks. Just Finder. like I thought it would be. <laughs> That's it. Worth a follow, worth a hilarity. Was her intro a former Jackie and Lori comic of the week? No. Okay, then, yeah, she's then good. She was not. Because uh, I'm sure everyone else says their top intro. That's their first That's credit. Their credit. <laughs> Possibly their first credit. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but she had some great stuff about therapy and really good stuff about. Um, um, 
uh, having a postpartum. Uh, yeah. Well, well, yeah, having a baby and and uh, and and what that's like and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, <laughs> it was funny. Anyway, so get, it was, but it was interesting and quirky and um, and they were kind of short but also personal. So I liked it. Yeah, I really liked it. So Meredith Casey, you guys find her, find her. Um, and then the, oh, there was so much drama with comedy this week. So much drama. There's then there's another, and I don't like. I don't want to get drawn into this, even though I'm outraged. Or with, uh, what are you outraged about? What did I miss? No, wait. This did I miss? Yeah, hold on. It was on our te- our text chain. We were talking about it. Oh yeah. Yes. Somebody called out a club in town, and with that doesn't book a lot of women, right? And. I know whenever I'm there, I feel like the waitstaff is so thrilled. It's a problem when your waitstaff is thrilled to see a comic. They're just excited. They're like, yeah. oh my gosh, a different perspective. Uh, w- yes, yes. Right. You know? And um, so, I don't know. Again, well, it's the same problem of like, I'm not, uh, I just want to work, you know? Yeah. And I don't have the power to change everything. Right. And, I, and, and, but I am appalled. <laughs> I, well, and I'm appalled at a lot of clubs too. And I look at their lineups, and I'm just like, "Do you guys? How can you? How do you do this? How do you look at your calendar like that?" Well, and I look at it from a business perspective, and they're throwing away money. Yeah, they're throwing away money, right? Because more women would come to your clubs if there were more women. More Asians would come to your clubs if you book more Asians. More black people. More, you know, the white. The 18 to 34-year-old white guys know that there is stand-up comedy. They yeah. are aware <laughs> that stand-up comedy is available from their perspective. But also, those everyone does better when a show's varied, right? Yeah. If You you don't want to be the ninth white guy. No. You don't want to be the third or fourth white guy. You want it broken up. Right. I don't want to be the ninth woman. I, you know, I, I like following different things. Right. Right, it'd be great. It's for the 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 audience can instantly reset if you look very different from the person that was in front of you. It's really easy, you know. Yep. And then you start your set, and it's and here we go. Yep. So it's I mean it's there's nothing there's no reason not to do it except for I guess it would whether it's laziness. I think it's laziness. Yeah, it's either overt sexism and racism or laziness i think it's laziness and it I, might I, be a combination of both it's it's um it's what's easiest it's who's my it's who do i know you know yeah who's who, in front of me who are my friends right yeah um I, I think i think a lot of writing jobs are like that too oh yeah almost everything it's is a cl- like it's very clubby but you know i I don't know. It's it's. I, I wish there are no unicorns. You can find one unicorn, which will lead you to the rest of the unicorns. What do you mean? It's that whenever, um, whenever anybody says I don't know any funny women comics, I'm like I do, right? Um, or if I were to say to Baron Vaughn, I don't know any funny black comics. Baron Vaughn would say, "Guess what? I do." Yeah, because. He he will know, and he does. He he knows. We've had this conversation before, where he ha- he knows more black comics than I do. Right. I know more women comics than most men. Yeah. Not Kyle. Yeah. But other people. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> and uh, but it's it's um, but it it it's the way it goes. You know. It's like I told you that my sister had that the um they wanted to find uh black women financial advisors mm-hmm. and darla said 
I know one, and I bet you she knows three more. Right, 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 right. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So that's the unicorn thing. There, I mean, there I are think. no, they're they're not. It's it. They're not myth- mythological. There's no. Yeah, they exist. You can find them. Right. Unicorns don't though. Uh, you're wrong. Uh, unicorns oh. are real. <laughs> I'll be over here in unicorn land. Cat, it's, it's, Jackie's crying right now. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and you got to be a virgin to see them. Hmm. Well, I, I, we, we were waiting for you, Kyle, and we got so depressed, or I did. Right. Well, about it was, our prospects. Right. Well, the thing is, there's so many, so many things. There's been so much drama, and I've just been barraged with so many people asking me what I'm going to do to fix stand-up comedy. <laughs> and w- and I was like, you have an illusion that I have more power than I do? Right. There's also another illusion that I'm more successful than I am when people who are more successful than me call me up to ask me how I keep going. <laughs> yes! And I love... Everybody and and these are people and you know who has my phone number by the way to make that call huh. people I think that are funny right people that I like people yeah. that I admire their work sure, sure so sure. if you've called me to tell me that you get to do something I've never gotten to do and uh, you're much earlier in the game than I am and 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 how depressing it is that you don't get to do other things and how hard it is and I was like. you're really funny i really support your career in other news i'm gonna go eat an arrow listen Um, you present as somebody who's done three half hours or three hours on netflix you know with the first time uh i was allowed to do conan conan o'brien was the first and only late night show that's ever had me and it's been very very supportive and very sweet of those people Mm -hmm. But it was just like five years ago that, that I did my first. It was unbelievable. And I remember. After um, how many years? After it would have been 25 years of doing stand up comedy. You and got your I, first late night set. Yes. And so. Ah! <laughs> well, and many people responded that way. They were like, what do you mean this is your first one? And I was like, yes, there is injustice. <laughs> but uh, I don't. But there's nothing. You know, you get what you get when you get it, right? And sure. so I have to believe that. And I have to also, but, I, but because I believe that, because I think I create this illusion of sanity, because, uh, that I work at very hard. <laughs> it is an illusion of sanity. <laughs> it isn't real. It is. Um, uh, but people think that, that, I, that I can fix the comedy. That I can that I can stop sexism and that I can stop racism and that I can st- and and I and I'm doing that bit about standing up to people mm-hmm. and so people say well are you standing up to these people to those people to this people I mean there's a litany of people I could be standing up to right and I'm not I'm not standing up to everybody possibly because I'm exhausted mm-hmm. uh, another reason might be is I'm scared another reason I'm not doing so I'm doing as much as I can. But I cannot fix everything because I. It's I, bigger than you. It's bigger than me. And you're, it's I, like I can you're do trying as, to battle the Russian army. Like you, well, maybe you can nick one soldier, but mm-hmm. you can't you can't do it by yourself. Right. And I and, and people are like, well, isn't that how you want to go out? And I was like, no, <laughs> that's not how I want to die. That is not the. I, I want to die on stage like that dude in England. Mm, that dude in England died on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Was he getting an encore? Was it? Was he done with his set? Did we find out? 
Where was he? Did he get the light yet? What happened? (laughs) Who who finished? God gave him the light. (laughs) And uh, you're like, I hope he got to do his whole set. Um, (laughs) I'm kidding. That's it. He's yeah. Just like, I mean, maybe I hope he did the stuff he was working on, <laughs> right? And then, then he had that thought. I all right, I'm going to the vault. And then his heart was like, No, you're not. <laughs> We're done with the vault. <laughs> yes, We're I hope done. he did his favorite his favorite jokes. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, I think <laughs> I definitely. I wouldn't want to be working on a joke that wasn't fit. Fin- like if my last set is just a bunch of premises and I'm like, oh, like I was trying to do this thing about Indonesian food in the Netherlands tonight. Yeah. And um, they were just following me around. They were there. The audience was there. They meandered with me. And then finally I said the punchline and luckily I taped it because clearly the setup was way too long because there was sort of this sort of collective Almost not a sigh, but a, 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 they were all holding their breath for me to fucking get to the point. Sure. You're familiar with the, uh, with, with the problem. <laughs> yes. And, uh, <laughs> and then when I did that, got a big laugh, which is great. But um, obviously I need to get there quicker. Yeah. That's not the last set I want to do. No. The last set I want to do is possibly a, a, a taping of my album. Right. Because that means that I think all these jokes are as done as they're going to be. Right, right, right. So. Um, hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I keep thinking, well, you know, when my kid is grown, uh, I'm just going to I'm going to let the industry know I'm ready again. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. Not this half ass shit I do now. Yeah, you poor. That's what I. Whenever anybody tells talks to me about Lori Kilmartin, they say, "God, I wish she would stop phoning it in." Uh, I have to tell no, you something. I'm, I'm telling you, like someone like Gary Goldman, right? It doesn't. It, it just seems like he's churning out a lot of material now, and he's on the road a lot, and 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 he's. Is he a writer on a late night show? No. Does he have a kid? No, but what's what I'm saying? Um, like at one point, just curious. Does he have two books up? No, one point that won't be my life, right? <laughs> right. It could be. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But if it, but, but I, 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 is that, is there going to be anything, any career, any kind of comedy career for me to have after sure. this part of my life is over? Yeah, yeah. It, or am I just going to be teaching via Skype to comedy students, you know, in Latin America or something? Well, it certainly feels like you respect those people. <laughs> 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 you don't have to d- become uh, a comedy teacher if you don't want to, but it is, uh, no, there's going to be, a, I mean, the thing is, is whatever you want to do, and I genuinely believe this, you can do it mm-hmm. to whatever degree is available, right? I mean, it's whether or not the improvs will finally book you, right? Is right. Then you'll be doing it in those venues. Right. If it isn't those venues... Gary Bynum is a good guy. You're going to go to Tucson. You're going to work that weekend. I love Gary. And we, Gary pays in a way that will uh, have me making my own shelter uh, <laughs> like I learned how to this I have this to tell weekend. you that uh, somebody told me that they just saw Gary Bynum and was talking to him. And they said, you know, he, uh, the Jackie and Lori show, they talk about you and what a good guy you are and how... Um, and and I just want to tell you that, you know, your room is kind of the perfect size for a live Jackie and Lori in Tucson. Oh. 
And um, and he said that Gary responded with, "Oh, they they say I'm a good guy." <laughs> <laughs> no response to live podcast as a show. Here's uh, Gary and Al Martin have similar qualities to me in that they're both super cheap. Okay, but. They're they love comics in right. a way, and they're not sexist at all. I've never gotten a bad vibe from either Gary or Al. There's in clips a, in in a business where I'm like that guy's one percent off, that guy's fifty. You know where you're like judging how how There's careful very you have real to be. Clubs in this country yeah. where, as a woman, I was just talking to another comic from Minneapolis, right, and she was talking about how. One of the reasons that Lewis Lee is a good guy that is that you feel safe, and so I don't oh, yeah. know what he's doing th- this next weekend. But um, right to but he you don't have to worry you don't have to worry about saying the wrong thing and and accidentally you know it's not going to get triggering ro- some kind of weird touching or something. No, it's never going to get not common. Which is not, but so it, when you find a club owner like that, okay, they're gonna have other flaws. They're cheap as fuck, or they book Louie or whatever. But it's like, <laughs> uh, I don't have to worry about this guy. Right, I'm safe. Yes, yeah, it's a safety issue, and I don't know if you know this about being a grown-up lady uh, or even a, t- a tiny girl child, uh, but being safe is a huge fucking deal. Yes, yep. and it is. There's an awareness that I have when I am with men that I don't know that I'm just like, where are they sitting? Yeah. Are they sitting behind me? Right, right, right. Where are their hands? I mean, I am aware of it. I don't talk about it because it's so second nature. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. it's not... It's like skin. Yeah. You yeah, just I have it on you. It's right. And so, if and if things get weird, I have taken it upon myself to leave. Right. Which is, of course, Costing not good you, for... Costing yeah. you money. Right. Cost me money. Because if, yeah. if I don't hang out with those guys, right. I'm uh, somehow not cool then enough. Then you're or, not on their mind when they're booking. When they're booking. You know? That's the real issue is because I've taken myself out of the equation for the right. next when they think about booking somebody. Right, right, right. right. Yep. And But I don't want to sit next to somebody who uh, is weird So um, yeah. and, and makes me uncomfortable. Do you, So do you think... When we're like in our seventies, mm-hmm. we're gonna get kind of the the Maybe next year. Wait, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I have this theory that like when you're in middle age, if you're a woman, it's like ugh, go away, we don't want you. And then when you if you live to be like seventy five, welcome, yes, go right? ahead. <laughs> but if you live to be like seventy five, all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're this elderly kick ass fucking yeah, oh, gives yeah. no fucks. And right. then they love you, like Betty right. White, right? Right. Like, if we just hang in there 20 <laughs> more years. How will we do it? We'll How will we do it? in so much bookings, so much money, Jackie. Because the weird granny thing. Doesn't Emily Heller do a joke about that? She does, does she? do a joke about how... Um, mom who smokes weed versus grandma who smokes weed or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's sort of that sort of thing. And it is... Um, I think you're right. I mean, I think that there's a cachet or a, or there's people are are they're like she's old but she's wacky and and god, we could do every dick joke we've ever but oh the thing is, is I'm doing my I'm I'm not saving them. I'm going to do them now. Gotta, <laughs> don't save your dick jokes. Don't save your dick jokes. That's the, the only lesson I take from this podcast. All right. 
It's a, spend them if you got them. Wait, smoke them if you've got them. Huh? Wait a minute. It's a dick joke about. Oh, <sighs> calm down. Good Lord. I've never seen you so excited. <laughs> well, that pencil is not working. Here, this try this blows. Sharpie. Um, something, write down whatever as a possible thing that I might have, we could call this program. Oh my God. Was um, that a sentence? That was a, it was a, speak Jackie. <laughs> Kyle speaks Jackie. I was so sleepy tired. Um, cause I, I did not want to go to Portland cause I had just gotten off the plane. Right. Emotionally. Yeah. yeah even yeah. though it had been. I think nine days, uh, but I couldn't, I couldn't face it. From and inter- then, international travel. Yeah. International yeah. travel. Very hard. And then, uh, but I came back and I, there was only three hours of sleep. You know, did you ever do Awful. Bridgetown and stay at that Jupiter? Yes. Doug Fur? Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's where I stayed. And oh, okay. that hotel is adorable. Yeah. Instead of the Bible, they have every, every room has the four agreements. <laughs> what's that i forget oh it's the it's that um written by a spanish guy and it's essentially uh don't take yourself too seriously it's not about you whatever the four agreements are i can't remember but mm-hmm. it, i read it i remember reading it and it was um you could draw on the walls there i, re- I remember right or the doors but the doors sometimes they have the chalk paint but they didn't in my room in okay. my room um i was staying at jupiter next which is it goes jupiter which is, but it's a super hip, like party. Yeah, bar. It, people have weddings there, right? And party. So, yeah. and I stayed there on a Friday night. Oh, I went to sleep. I tried to go to sleep at eleven because my flight was at six a.m. Oh my god! So at uh, around twelve thirty, super drunk, laugh, 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 shout, shout, shout. Yeah, woke me up. One thirty. Oh no! Laugh, 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 shout, shout, shout. Three thirty. Oh my laugh, god! Laugh, 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 shout, shout. And three. I had to get up at four anyway, so I was oh, up by three thirty. They've also removed all the telephones. There's no longer telephones. They have sort of a shitty knockoff of Siri in the hotel. Oh. Called Roxy. Wait a minute. So the hotel is listening in on your conversations? Uh, The hotel is probably uh, any number of things, but who cares? But you have to say, hey, Roxy, call down to the operator wait or, her name is roxy yeah something like oh that. my god it didn't here it didn't I, work. I, I can't handle sexy hotels well here's what happened oh yeah you're right uh i unplugged it and i was just <laughs> like you we aren't in a relationship you and i just used my cell phone to call downstairs yeah and left it at that okay um so that hotel is beautiful the yes. food is great uh-huh it's too loud uh, oh I that restaurant oh, the, the hotel flapjacks. i can't Oh, the, oh, at the Doug Fur? Yeah. Yeah. And the bacon? Yeah, there's good times. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh... Yeah. I'm getting a colonoscopy, because you did. I said, let's do it. Lori had one. You know what? What? It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's going to be weird. I bought like, way I too... What? Go ahead. I, there's stuff I can't eat already. I can't yeah. eat any fiber for the next three days. Yeah. And then I got to drink all the fiber for the yeah. one day. And then uh, I bought a rotor, ton of chicken broth. Butt. Yeah, if you want broth, I still I have some. I, I threw away my lime jello. I just kind of was like, you know what? I'm fasting for the day, and I'm just taking the day off. I'm I we were on hiatus. It's a great way to spend your hiatus is right. fasting for a colonoscopy. <laughs> um, and uh, it wasn't that bad. Like uh, 
it, it went really quick. They found a couple polyps, and did I tell oh, you, you this? You, no. They said I. He said I'm genetically prone to polyps, so I have to come back sooner than ten years from now. Okay, because they're supposed to do them every ten years. So yeah. If they don't find anything up my butt, yeah, you're good. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. Good till sixty three. It's a <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Not me. That is nice. no. Yeah. You got to go back when every year. Um. The late the colonoscopist there said every year, but then when I went to for the follow up, he said every three years. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna suss that out next year and okay. see. Yes, because uh, I, you know maybe that guy's too liberal to eh, three five years whatever. Right. I'm prone to it, but I've right. never had one before. So in my whole life, it took it. it you know, I only had three polyps. Is you that grew bad? three polyps in your butt? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't look at it like three polyps on my butt. I, you know, that's a little graphic. <laughs> Do you ever think about your intestines being as long as a football field? Do you no. ever think about that? No. I don't forget how long they are. Do you remember, Kyle? I don't. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> somebody, I hang out with uh, some people who, who got some, some information about how long your intestines were. Because I told someone I was doing it, and they said that my intestines were as long as something. Maybe it's just yours. Maybe it's just mine. Maybe I have a really tall intestine <laughs> when spread out. Um, listen to the Davis Sedaris Conan O'Brien podcast. They talk about their colonoscopies extensively. I, I've heard David Sedaris's bit about it. Oh, really? Yeah. He, uh, it was in his last book. Oh, okay. Or book before last. Mm-hmm. And uh, I listened to him all on tape because he makes me laugh, David Sedaris. Mm. Uh, I, I enjoy his work. I just finished my... Uh, the IRA book. Yeah. I mean, the book about, um, it's called Say Nothing. It's so good. This guy from the New Yorker wrote it. Yeah. And it's... Um, Nonfiction about the IRA? Well, yeah. I mean, it it, it hit me on every... I was like... Ping, 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 ping. <laughs> right. Somebody's got your number <laughs> when it comes to bookity books. Well, it's... It, it's the it's It starts with the murder of this um, Protestant woman who was married to a Catholic and she had 10 kids. The father died. She's living in Catholic housing. Okay. And they decide, and I, I, no one knows if they were right or not. The IRA decided that she was informing. Ah. Uh, so they killed her. Right, right. It turns out. Yeah. Thugs. Anyway, so the decision he, is made. He uses that to um, just go into the entire background of the IRA, you know, during the 70s and 80s. I can't believe Jerry Adams is still alive. It's Who's crazy. Jerry Adams? He was like, he's the guy who always said he was never in the IRA, but he was fucking running the IRA. <laughs> but you can't, it was illegal to be in it. Yeah. So he, he was the head of Sinn Féin, which is the political right. arm. So he just always deny it. Yeah. But it's like, no, dude, we know. He apparently under questioning, he, he denied that he was Jerry Adams and everyone's like, you're Jerry Adams. He's like, no, no, I'm not. And they fight. They wow. fucking, they, he never broke. Right. <laughs> they like, but hold up. This is you. This is a picture of you. No, that's not me. <laughs> oh my God. Good for him. To yeah, some I mean, extent. He's a, he ordered the hit on. So, you know, well, I mean, everyone's got a <laughs> terrible times, terrible times. They there. were terrible times. They were... it's, it's kind of being, did you re- ever go to Northern Ireland when no, you were but there? I want to, that's, that'll be on my list. Yeah. You gotta go to Belfast. Um, but it's being kind of reopened because of the murder of this, this journalist, Lyra McKee. Did you read about that about two weeks ago? She was a gay journalist. She's really great writer. And she just has a book coming out called the lost boys about, um, is it, it's something about, kids during the church thing or no 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 no. it's about the ira and the troubles and stuff like that but 
Yeah. We should take a break hello this is amy mann and i'm ted leo and we have a podcast called the art of process we've been lucky enough over the past year to talk to some of our friends and acquaintances from across the creative spectrum to find out how they actually work and so i have to write material that makes sense and makes people laugh i also have to think about what i'm saying to people if i kick your ass i'll make you famous the fight to get lgbtq representation in the show mm-hmm. we weirdly don't know as many musicians as you would expect i really just became a political speech writer by accident of realizing that I have accidentally uh, pulled my pants down. <laughs> Listen and subscribe at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcast. It's like if the guinea pig was complicit in helping the scientist. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> what a terrible break. It was, but anyway, um... so she was murdered. There was sex. <laughs> har har, guys. She, there was sectarian <laughs> violence, right? right? So there's Catholics and there's British troops. And she was reporting on it. She was tweeting. She's like, holy shit, this is madness. Derry's crazy tonight. And she was standing kind of near British troops. And um, she was shot to death by uh, Catholic protesters that were, some of whom obviously were armed militants. But anyway. What? The book's really good. And it, it, it's, it was weird to be reading it as that was happening because I was like, oh, fuck. Because there's a lot of IRA people that are like, uh, what did we do all this for? Because the peace, the peace process didn't really change anything. It just, you know, everyone kind of dropped their arms. But everyone died. Everyone committed murders and went through all this psychological trauma of whatever, whatever side you were on for United Ireland. It didn't happen. So anyway, it's uh, I don't know that that's the that's way to definitely end our comedy the way to podcast. End. I don't know if you ever uh, wrote any material about any of this stuff, but you should totally see I how know. I brought it back right there. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go do stand up comedy again. OK, I need spots this week. Do you? I'll, pu- I'll just put it out there. Yeah, yeah put it out there. Yeah, because I'm at Flappers on Friday and Saturday, but I, I just need Did to you submit out. it at improv. What did you submit at the improv? Yeah. Okay. Maybe something will pop up. Yeah, you just yeah. want to put it out there. Oh, yeah. Anyone I, canceling? Last, last week, I... your old pal, Lori. Well, and last week, I, I essentially just... I was like, hey, I need a set. Hey, I need another set. <laughs> and I just kept tweeting that until somebody go, yeah, you can come up. Oh, that's And good. so I got to do... I, I did a work-in at Big Money. Oh, cool. And I did a work-in at Flappers. Okay. And um, everybody was very supportive. And I think they would be for you as well. Okay, cool. So, how are we doing? 30 seconds. Kyle, thanks for coming out and recording. That's so great. <laughs> Your hot chocolate. Now, oh, okay. I thought it had gotten lukewarm, but it was still okay. It's still hot chocolate. You yeah. can't go wrong. How could you? Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.